How's it going, everyone? Jeff Johnson from the Gazette with Jeff Linder uh, for another edition of the Call It Both Ways podcast. We're going to talk uh, hoops, boys, girls, Iowa women, and uh, whatever else you want to talk. We Jeff wants to talk about. How about we start with the weather? <laughs> As I look outside my front window, it's snowing again. And uh, snow pretty much was the theme last week, Lindy. Uh, have you figured out all the makeup dates? Because I know you've been no. very vigilant about that. No, I'm, I think at the highest I was missing, I was up to around 70. I think now I'm back down to about 30. So it's getting, it's getting a little more manageable, but, uh, boy, I hope we play tonight. So I, I think, I think we will most places, but who knows? Um, <laughs> I, I guess I've kind of given up on it for now and we'll, that's what that's what varsity balance for, right? To that's right. That's save right. our bacon if we fall too far behind. Yep. And if everybody reports yeah. the make dates. <laughs> yeah. Um we didn't have, I think, um talking to Todd Tharp from the the Boys Association, he thought less than fifty games last week total. Um, and I'm sure that sounds about right on the girl side too, right? If yeah. that um Anything of note and how how do you think uh you know, especially the girls, they have one less week mm-hmm. to make up everything than, than the boys do. Uh are we getting into literal crunch time with these schedules, Jeff? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um we're gonna see a lot of Monday, Thursday, Saturday makeup games between now and the rest of the season. Um <laughs> I was just kind of looking at some of the makeups and uh Makokata is really kind of interesting because their girls will play back to back with Monticello. And I, I assume it's probably the same for the boys too. Uh, they'll play back to back with Monticello the 27th and 30th. And then they'll play back to back with Comanche um, the uh, 2nd and 3rd of February, back to back nights, home and away. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how – well, there won't be any secrets. Right. <laughs> Those second games, right? So uh, – You should just play a doubleheader the same night. There you go. Yeah. Maybe do it on, on a Saturday. You can play all four games. Just get them out of the way. Two girls. There you go. Rest in between. So uh, not not advantageous for, for anybody uh, in that situation, Jeff. Would you agree when you're playing back-to-back? Yeah, um, but that's where we are. You, you got to play them when you can, and uh, a lot of non-conference games probably just won't be made up. But uh, I, they're, they're going to do everything they can to, to get these conference and divisional games in uh, between now and early to mid-February. Do you have ranking? The girls have rankings last week, even though uh, they, they did last week, and they just came out today. And that's one thing. Uh, that's what I led my uh, girls' notes with for today is. Uh, Three years ago, Mount Vernon was one and twenty, and then uh, Nate Sanderson came aboard, and they went from twelve and to twelve and eleven his first year, and then sixteen and eight last year. Now they are, uh, I believe, twelve and one, and uh, ranked number one now in Class Three A after beating Stolen forty four thirty seven on Tuesday. I know you weren't able to to get there yet, Iowa women's duties, but uh, you've been able to gleam anything about that Mount yeah. Vernon game. Yeah, they uh, they were down 12-2 after a quarter and then just kind of steadily 
came back throughout the next quarter and a half, and then they uh, put together a 14 nothing run uh, late in the third to go ahead for good. And then uh, they uh, pretty much matched baskets throughout the fourth quarter. Uh, I know Sidney Huber had a couple of big free throws. I think they had a run out layup at the horn. So it went from uh, three to seven there in the last few seconds. What's Nate done to turn things around there? Well, you know, Nate, Nate's a big culture guy, a big chemistry, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I think that's when up, that's gone over well at Mount Vernon as it, as it did in Springville, maybe not so well at Linmar. Um, he's, he's just got ta- talented kids. Uh, Chloe Meester's going to be a, uh, a D1 uh, volleyball player at Louisville. Um, Sydney Huber will probably be a D1 basketball player somewhere. And uh, they've got some good pieces around those two. Not, not a lot of kids out. I think they only have 12 or 13 kids in grades nine through 12. Oh, wow. Which is, which is a common theme with uh, in girls basketball these days. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Low numbers. Uh, if it's not club volleyball, it's uh, the, the the growth of high school girls wrestling is, has cut into the girls basketball numbers, too. So I um, wouldn't say it's a dying sport, but it's uh, certainly not in very good health right now. What can be done to try and counteract that, do you think, if anything? I don't know. Um, people ask me that all the time. I don't know. Um, club volleyball is not going to do anything to to be um, flexible. You know, high school volleyball probably will be, you know, coach to coach. They have to share kids, and hopefully schools are good about that. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it's just not, I'll tell you what, what can happen is kids can start keep watching Caitlin Clark play. And I think the interest and the excitement that she brings and the Iowa team brings and in Iowa state as well, um, that might be the saving grace, you know, to young, you know, maybe we won't see it for a year or two, but maybe in five to 10, we will. Um, I I saw the TV ratings. Did you see the TV ratings for the game Saturday? A million people watched. A million watching. plus, yeah, yeah, uh, which I believe was the third most watched women's basketball. So. I'm, I'm surprised it was that low. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know they're. I I went. It was a seven o'clock game, and the weather was terrible. Yeah. Halas uh, and I drove down there together. And I think between the Cedar Rapids, the Prairie, the road was at 76th or whatever that is, and I-80. I think we counted 52 vehicles in the ditch Wow. Um, on 380, uh, whether it was cars or semis or whatever. And we got down there, and people just kept coming in, and it was darn near full. It, if if capacity is 14, I think it's 15 now, basically, a couple people less than that. I'll bet there were 14,000, maybe 14,500 in the arena. Wow. Was entitled media lady there? Our she friend. She was not. She was not. She gave her ticket. She must have She must have solved eBay or StubHub or SeatGeek or whatever and passed her tickets along to some lucky fan. <laughs> How fast were you guys going? down there 35 ish uh 40 to 50 were you yeah okay. um we, we were careful but uh we just kind of went at the pace that everybody else was at yeah. and that was usually 40 to 50 and a little slower from time to time but uh 
yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a fun trip and it got cold, but um, it was, it was certainly worth it. <laughs> uh, what'd you get at the Linder home base? I counted 25 inches at my house last week. Of really? Um, you know, with, with all the uh, drifting. drifting stuff, I don't know. I, I, I suppose we, I think we probably got 14 or 15 in that first storm midweek last week and maybe, maybe another six or seven after that. I don't know. I, we just have snow drift, snow drifts and snow piles all over the place. I don't know how much we've got. Yeah. The drifting was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. It really was. So. Yeah. So, but we got through it and uh, the weather's warmed up a little. I think it's about 20 degrees out right now. Um, just barely snowing here. So it's better than it's been. Tonight, what do you have? What are you, you're going to actually gonna try to make the trip up to uh, Manchester, uh, Williamsburg at West Delaware, a couple of good teams, maybe overshadowed a little bit in the WOMAC, um, both a game or two above 500. Um, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, you know, West Delaware's got Brooke Krogman, a uh, um, shot blocker who I think leads the state in block shots now about six a game. Is that Derek's sister? I don't oh, know. The kid that played at UNI? Could be. I, I, I don't know the lineage. Um, I'll ask. And yeah. Williamsburg's got a good young uh, crew of kids and, of course, is uh, will be well coached with uh, Stephanie Dace, who used to be Stephanie Rich. Uh, former Washington, Iowa yep. star. Former athlete of the year, I think. I want to say 2001, maybe. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I actually got a couple of games in in the last – few days which has been nice yeah. didn't have to go tuesday, tuesday wasn't bad no no uh had to go up or had to went up to kennedy last week late last week for kennedy and linmar and then the other night um kennedy and senior and game featuring first and third ranked teams in 4a and kennedy uh kennedy's good just took care of business both nights and um it's gonna take a heck of an effort from somebody to to knock off the the Cougars, there's, there's no question about that. So, what's kind of the blueprint? How how can they be beaten? Um, I would say what senior did. Senior's very tall team, six 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 four, I think up front. So, uh, kind of uh, packed the lane quite a bit. Um, which, you know, made it very hard for Kennedy to penetrate and get good shots off and kind of made them a jump shooting team um, throughout a lot of that game. And uh, there were times in that game when, uh, you know, for extended periods, four or five minutes where those shots didn't go in. So Kennedy wasn't scoring. So that might be kind of a blueprint. Um, a team's going to have to figure out Kennedy's you know, pressure defense likes, you know, they like to pick you up sometimes even uh, at full court in a man to man. And they like to trap out front uh, a lot, really a good defensive team. So I think if you have a good point guard and, and maybe you know, some height to go with it, um, you know, you can, you can kind of counteract some of the things that Kennedy does, but uh, we'll find out next week. Uh, West Des Moines Valley defending champ West Des Moines Valley and, and Kennedy are going to play uh, uh, over at Waukee in the second half of the MVCCIML uh, showdown, shootout, whatever you want to call it. 
So those pairings were have just been released. So that'll be really interesting to, you know, and then Valley it lost its last game, still playing without uh, Curtis Denson Jr., who's out hurt right now. So we'll see if he uh, he comes back for that game next week. But yeah, Kennedy's by far the best team around here, and um, you know we'll uh, we'll see we'll see if uh, if the Cougars can keep rolling. I think the regular season win streaks up to. 29 now i think it's 29 all 20 last year and i think they're nine and zero right now so yeah. um so tell us a little bit more uh about those pairings and then uh you've got river valley pairings as well oh yeah um the girls had already had their uh cross division showdown yep that uh, was uh two weeks ago i believe okay okay and they're going to play the boys part at, at Maquoketa. What, 16 of the 17 teams in the league are going to play? It starts 15, at 9. I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to start at uh, 9.30 with uh, Animosa North Cedar, then it's Comanche Durant, Beckman Tipton, uh, Bellevue against Mid Prairie, Northeast and West Liberty, Cascade and Wilton, then probably the marquee games, Monticello and Iowa City Regina at about – uh, six o'clock. Those two teams are the best in their division. Uh, Monticello's undefeated, top five ranked in um, in two A, and then Makoka and West Branch in the in the finale, as it should be. The host team should play the last game. So, uh, yeah, great idea. I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago for the girls. I I just like that because not there's so many teams in that league now they can't play. They're not playing each other. Right, uh, everybody on the other side uh, or your other division. So get them all, get everybody together in one day and uh, in one spot and and play games. So uh, we'll see. I might try and head up there sometime Saturday. Uh, really like to see that Monticello Regina game, for instance. So, and then you mentioned uh, the NBC CIML showdown. We mentioned Valley and Kennedy. It looks like. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Lindmar's gonna play Des Moines, or uh, yeah, Lindmar's gonna play Des Moines Roosevelt. Waukee's gonna play uh, Sioux City East. Sioux City East is coming over here, so that'll give you, uh, I think, everybody a little more of an indication. The Western Iowa teams, Jeff, they just uh, you don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know how it is on the girls' side, but the boys, same, you know, yeah, you know, because they're playing a lot of smaller schools, you don't know the competition level and that's just basic geography unfortunately mm -hmm. so it's good to uh Sioux Cities, which has got a great program under Raz Vanderloo they're they're coming over to this thing and and playing a top 10 walkie game and uh or team and uh I think I mentioned three game Liberty's got Johnston and then uh Dallas Center Grimes which is uh another 4A school playing in a 3A league they're playing in this thing against uh Joaquin Northwest, I think. So it's been a great idea. It was great. Um, I thought it was really good over here a couple of weeks ago um, down at the at the powerhouse uh, when we had, what, seven games, whatever it was. Not quite as many this time around, but I think the hope is that this will be an annual thing. And anything to try and get, like we said, teams from the extreme, you know, the eastern or the western part, to kind of play the central Iowa teams mm -hmm. or what have you. I think it's a great idea. So. It's got to help make rankings easier. 
uh, yeah. where you get, you get those head-to-head matchups. What, what were the crowds like at, at the powerhouse? Not real good for most of the games. The last two um, were much, much better. Um, Limar and Valley. Uh, Limar brought a lot of people. And then Kennedy and, and Waukee was the nightcap. Uh, Kennedy had a lot of people there as well. But uh, the rest, honestly, are not sparsely. Yeah. I would say um, attended. So I don't know if if they'll maybe try and move this thing, like you know, to, to Cole College or Kirkwood or yeah. someplace smaller. Yeah, rivalry Saturday. We we've moved that to uh, to Kirkwood, and that's a really really good place for it. Uh, it the crowds, it, it the cr- crowds don't overwhelm the place, but it you know, even an average sized crowd looks pretty good inside Kirkwood. So I, yeah. I don't know if that would be big enough for the boys event, but uh, it's a thought. Plus it's a 94 foot floor. Yeah. The RV, that was where the RVC, the, the initial RVC boys um, cross divisional thing was at Kirkwood last year. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was a perfect spot for it. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's not like the powerhouse. Uh, I hope they got a pretty good deal. It's not like powerhouse is being used very much, right? Uh, frankly. But uh, yeah, I mean these these kind of events I think are great for for high school basketball, both on the on the boys and girls side. In my opinion, yep, hundred percent. And I know I you you do hard work on uh, with the rivalry Saturday, and uh, I know everybody appreciates appreciates that. So, hundred uh, percent. All right. Well, uh, one uh, one other thing on the boys side, real quick. My notebook will be on. Uh, Eric yeah. Detmar at NM, uh, excuse me, MFL Marmac uh, picked up his 500th career win Tuesday night when uh, the Bulldogs beat Postville. Um, MFL has a big game tonight against Lansing Key, which is undefeated and uh, top 10 ranked in, in Class 1A. Uh, it was good to catch up with Coach. He's been uh, – he got a, he got a job as a fourth-grade teacher uh at mf or at mfl teaching in luena right out of college at upper iowa university 22 years old and uh part of the gig was var head believe it or not head varsity high school boys basketball and baseball coach so he uh he said he did the baseball thing for 16 years and he's still doing the basketball thing this is his 38th season uh he's won a lot of games up there obviously uh taking six teams to the state tournament um including last season uh kind of a surprise that the mfl was able to 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 make its way to to state not really so shock but uh, a little bit of a surprise because they play in kind of a 1a league and they are 2a team and uh you just a year in and year out uh you know coach Deppbarn has a great uh has really really good teams and of course, he coaches kid named LaFrance back in the early 90s. So yeah. uh, we talked a little bit about <laughs> what that was like. Uh, and he was still in his 20s then. He wasn't a whole lot older than than Rafe LaFrance was. But uh, you know, he said it was it was it was something. You know, they every gym they'd go to, you know, you'd, people would be lined, they'd walk in the gym and people would be lined up waiting to get in. He said every every game was sold out. Um, then he talked about all the, all the college coaches that he was able to meet, uh, over, you know, during that whole recruiting process for, for LaFrance. And 
He said we were sitting at uh, we were sitting at home watching TV one night, and phone rang, and that was back in the non cell days. Mm-hmm. So his wife answered it, and uh, he goes, she kind of looks at me with wide eyes, and she goes, "It's Lou Dolson. It's Lou Dolson. <laughs> he wants to talk to you." So. <laughs> You know, you can only imagine. And then, you know, he had Roy Williams was up there all the time back, uh, you know, in those days, because that's where LaFrance ended up going to play. And yeah. uh, he, he said one night, he goes, I'll always remember. Picked him up at the Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin airport, brought him back over to Monona. He goes, and he sit, sat down uh, at our little kitchen table in our little one bedroom apartment in Monona, and we had supper. Ham and, <laughs> ham and, uh, uh, baked potatoes, he said. All right. So, you know, he, he's a good guy. He's done a great job. Uh, great job for kids. He's He's got uh, the life, you know, he's retired from teaching now and just uh, concentrates on basketball. And he goes, I'm still really tired uh, after they had a little celebration for him. Uh-huh. Tuesday night uh, after getting 500 wins. So, uh, yeah, read that. Read the notebook. Yeah. That's what it's all about, uh, most of it. And I got a cat on my lap, so I apologize about that. But uh, let's turn the page and talk about Saturday's big game. You talked about uh, how many people braved the weather to get down there. Must have been a special atmosphere. And uh, it sounded like Iowa gave a a pretty special performance, huh? Yeah, they really did. And, boy, they've been doing that a lot lately. Um, they're, They're rolling. They're rolling right now. Uh, they, I was expecting a, a game that would go down to the wire, and boy, it sure didn't. Uh, Iowa beat Indiana. It was eighty four fifty seven on Saturday, and uh, came back Tuesday and beat Wisconsin ninety six to fifty for their 29th straight win against Wisconsin. Uh, a streak that goes back, I think, to uh, two thousand seven or something like that. And uh, they're playing really well. Uh, Clark's playing really well. Uh, Kate Martin's coming around and uh, scoring a lot for them. And uh, they did it the other night without Hannah Stolke, who I think has a, a minor, minor knee issue right now. Uh, Gabby Marshall's kind of rediscovered her shooting stroke. And uh, they're playing a little defense. I mean, they give up 57 and and uh, 50 the last two games. And that's uh, that's pretty good. The um, you, you don't want to peak quite yet, but no, um, uh, I don't know if that any any part of a concern, or are you just when you're on a roll like this, you right. just I, I I don't think you can be too concerned if you're playing really really well right now. Um, I still think they can do some things better. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just some fine tuning and stuff like that. They're gonna have a really good test Sunday at eleven against uh, Ohio State at Columbus, and. Uh, if they can get through that one, they might, uh, you know, they might have designs on a long winning streak here. Um, just trying to see who they play coming up after Ohio State. They got Nebraska at home at Northwestern, then they go to Maryland. That won't be easy. Penn State at home should be. Uh, and then they go to Nebraska. That'll be a challenge. And after that, they only have five games left regular season. So, um, how big of an effect do you think? Indiana's travel woes were, if at all. Uh, it couldn't have helped. It couldn't have helped at all. And they got into uh, the Cedar Rapids airport, I think, uh, about 10, 15 on, on Saturday. They, I, I imagine their drive to Iowa City was a little bit perilous. 
they had a shoot around. They had a, they ate. They got went back to the hotel. I don't know if they took a nap or whatever, but uh, yeah, it, it had to be you know uh, it had to be a factor. Um, Terry Morin downplayed it. You know, she said all the credit goes to Iowa, and I don't know. There was a lot of Twitter chatter saying that Indiana was trying to duck Iowa and not have to come. And that was just silly. Uh, you know, people said, Oh, they should have come Thursday. Well, they couldn't because there wasn't a plane available. It's yeah. not as easy as it sounds. So Friday wasn't going to happen, but they, they did make it Saturday and uh, boy, they just, they were a distant second in that track race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, travel wolves did not make a, what, 26 point difference or whatever. Right. But- yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, they second half they just looked tired and 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 probably rightfully so. Is there anybody uh, that's in Iowa's category in the Big Ten right now? Do you think? Uh, you'd have to say it's Indiana or and or Ohio State, if okay. anybody, and if not them, probably nobody. Uh, Maryland's a little bit down this year, not too far, but you know, it's still going to be tough over there. Um, Nebraska over there will be a challenge, but you know, if they can go two and two or, or three and one in those, those four tough roadies, then they should be sitting pretty good. Number one seed would have to be the goal at this point, right? For the NCAA yeah, tournament. Right, right now, they're absolutely a one seed. Um, yeah. They're ranked number two in the country. They're in the top three or four in, in net and RPI and all that stuff. And um, I think they're sitting really good as far as the number one seed. They're pretty good for a team with uh, a guy, a kid that shoots 40 times a game, huh? Yeah, she <laughs> shot 18 the other night against Wisconsin. So, <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. That was I- – I don't understand the it's gotta be ego, right? The hate. Yeah. The, uh, jealousy. You know, from from people like Mulkey and the yeah. and Staley that uh I mean this is the best thing that ever happened to women's college basketball. I don't think there's any doubt about yeah. that. Uh and if you can't see that and appreciate that, then I don't know. Yeah. I think the best thing about the whole thing is it's happening at a non- blue blood and i hate that that word but a non-traditional power it's not happening at uconn it's not happening at tennessee or or baylor or, or somewhere like that it's it's happening at iowa and i think that kind of kind of makes the story a little more fun even at the national level i would think did you see uh gino oriema what he had to say about nil the other day yeah what did you the think more about? the more i listen to gino and the more he has to say, I think the more I like him. Really? I think so. I, I think on on a lot of these things, he's right. Uh, at least I, I agree. Um, he's he's very frank, very honest, uh, says what he thinks. And I think more often than not, he, he hits the nail on the head. Basically, if you didn't see it, look at Google it and look it up. I, it was interesting. It was before or after their game against Seton Hall the other night, I can't remember which. Yeah, one. I think I think it was after their game. But he just he talked about uh, what NIL's done to the, to the sport or two sports in in college and how, um, you know, basically kids have no uh, sense of uh, loyalty anymore. 
Right. Um, and, uh, you know, he's not wrong. It, it, it just seemed like, and I know there are a lot of people out there that think this is 100% copacetic and all this, but it's, to me, Jeff has gone from the coaches having all the power yeah. to the kids. The kids now have all the power. Shouldn't there be yeah. a half medium in there somewhere? I, I don't think there is right now. Um, naive, I, I, I don't think the present format is sustainable. They're, they're going to have to pull the reins in somewhat. I, I just, you know, offering legally offering a kid two or three million to, to transfer to your school. I don't like it. Right. Yeah. And the NCAA is feckless in this whole deal and somebody needs to step up and yeah and figure it out but yeah i mean it's i agree and uh you know we'll see we'll see what it does uh move it forward it um uh, and i'm not against you know players getting a share and all that kind of stuff yeah. uh, but i also don't think that um in my opinion that uh it wasn't like they weren't getting anything <laughs> right right you know, education ain't cheap uh no for sure board. isn't food <laughs> all that yeah. kind of stuff but anyway so that's another topic for for another yeah day. yeah this uh, makes it sound like grumpy old men that i know are, which we are up with the times yeah exactly get off my lawn folks get off my lawn so yeah anything so else what do you, you have this do? week um i'm gonna do uh i'm trying to think now <laughs> this is thursday friday we're gonna do wash and, and jefferson that old um, rivalry. Uh, haven't seen either of those teams for a while, and um, always good to catch up with with them. Um, you know, teams that that maybe aren't top ten ranked in in their respective class, but it's always an important game for both schools. Yeah. And um, you know, we'll be over there. Uh, speaking of the Wash football job, it's been posted. I I've heard tr some names trickle out. Not names, but uh, people uh, from other programs that might be interested. So that announcement on that, I would, I would think, would be fairly soon, right? I would think yeah. so. To get a, want to get a football coach in there as, as quickly as you can, and um, yeah, pretty. That's pretty much it. So, okay. Should we sign uh, off? Anything you want to add? Uh, you, you mentioned MFL and, and Key playing tonight. Uh, that, that's a pretty important girls game, too. Um, MFL's okay. got one loss. He's got two. Uh, North, Valley, North Valley has two. Al-Qaeda has three. So that uh, that's a, a big game for the girls as well. That's up at Lansing, I believe. So Okay. A town I've never been to. It's on my list. Have you ever you been up? Uh, I was through it on my way back from lacrosse a couple summers ago. Okay. Nice town. Uh, like it? like all those towns along the river are just really kind of neat. Yeah, I agree. El Cater, there's another one along the river there that yeah. I think's a, a nice little town. And Yeah, Marquette McGregor's great. Guttenberg, Bellevue, love them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you been to Sabula? Have you been to the island town? I have not. I've driven by it, but I have mm -hmm. not to uh actually have not been to the island so put it on your bucket list Do they have like a gas station in the middle of the island or anything like that probably, probably. <laughs> it, it, it's a big island as far as islands go 
Is that right? Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's probably I think probably 500, 600 people live in Sabula. Right. Wow. Yeah. Is that the old uh they weren't East Central High School? Yes, they were. were. They yeah. were. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I miss East Central. I do too. <laughs> part of part of Preston High yeah. School. Part, part of Easton Valley now. Easton Valley. There we go. Yeah. Sabula is right across the river from Savannah, Illinois. Okay. I have been. I have okay. been to to Savannah. Okay. Spent time in Savannah. I haven't spent any time in Sabula, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I'm so. sure we have a great restaurant in Sabula. All the small towns seem to, right? Almost all the small towns. Geno's Pizza do. in Preston. I've, I've heard so many good things about Geno's Pizza in Preston. So okay. Next time anybody's in Preston, stop by Geno's Pizza. It's all my sent you. They'll charge you double. <laughs> so. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, Anything else you want to hit? No, let's uh, let's put a wrap on this and watch the snow and hope it's not too bad tonight. Yeah, get bundled up. It's supposed to be cold, I think, again this weekend. Then maybe warm up and we'll melt some of this this white crap that's all over our... Uh, yeah, that'd be all right. Not too fast, though, because we don't want to be slushy. That's true. That's true. All right, folks, we'll have more, uh, hopefully a lot more games to talk about next week uh, than we did this week, but Hope you enjoyed another edition of the Call It Both Ways podcast. I had a record, by the way, Jeff, the other night. Tuesday night, one fourteen into the game. A senior and Kennedy, I heard Call It Both Ways. So That's pretty that quick. Was, I thought you were going to say you had a record like four popcorns or something. No, no. Uh, can't, uh, actually, I had a parent from senior who follows me on Twitter that uh, – bought an extra one for me the other night so nice. thank you mr mettinger appreciate it go rams so uh <laughs> anyway thanks for joining us on the call both ways podcast folks for jeff this is jeff and we will speak at you or with you uh next week thanks very much stay safe this weekend folks Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.